When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back. No questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. This week's episode was with The Ed Milet, who we found on Instagram and knew we just had to meet him. He was so kind and he took the time uh, during a conference he was speaking at to come out and do a quick interview with us. A story uh, right off the bat for the sound, it was an echoey room, but it's all we had. He told stories that were inspiring of how he grew his life to where it is. Stories from his childhood, his parents, and also his wife that stood by him when he had nothing. And now he's a complete success story and a total inspiration to not only us, but hopefully you guys. So we cannot wait to see him and meet him again. And we hope you enjoy this interview. How do you, do, have you heard of us before we reach out to you? Yeah, I have. I've seen your stuff a bunch of times. How? Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, it. right? Oh, maybe my wife. Your wife? Yeah, because your wife. wife's a mom. Yeah, my wife's a mom. Yeah, yeah you have two kids. I do. And you, my, my wife, I was fine. Most people don't know that. Harvard and you what? You yeah. know, just, you, 
Five? Yeah, I, we're the same age even when I look 20 years older. Yeah. So she, you guys stayed in touch the entire time? You started dating? Well, we lived two streets away from each other. We dated in high school, and then we broke up a year or two when I was in college, but she's really the only serious girlfriend I ever had. It's very I don't know. still like each other? Lots. Love. Love yeah. each other. Yeah, she, yeah. And if you saw her, you would think, oh, I probably trophy wiped her once I got rich, but no. No, no I saw her. She was a hot Two things. I want to know how you got rich, and number two, but I want to know just from a mom's perspective. Um, can we just start quick today? Just like, can Ed tell our people oh, who he is? Oh, who you, who you are? You say because you know better. What do you mean who I am? Like, like, what do you do? Like, what oh, do they do? Lewis hates that question, remember? Oh, I don't care what he hates. Oh, he hated who you are? No, what, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, that's a hard answer, but... Uh, Same with us. I uh, built a bunch of businesses when I was really young. And that turned into speaking. So I did a lot of stage speaking. So I met, you know, Tony Robbins when I was very young. And that speaking turned into like coaching of the executives there, which turned into coaching of athletes and entertainers and politicians. So I, I built, I guess I'm an entrepreneur who speaks and coaches people. I guess it's the best That's way correct. to say it. That's easy. That's yeah. simple. That's really easy to understand. Thank you. And then now, because of social media, you can reach the masses. Yeah, which I didn't want to do. I was The cool thing was I was private, except for the speaking. So if you go back and look, I, I get the chance to speak to pretty large audiences. We've seen. You know, like 40,000, 50,000 or whatever. No big deal. Well. How do you become a good speaker? Is that just like something you were born with? No. It's been my biggest fear in my life. So what happened was I went to a seminar where it was my phobia. Yeah. And they made you get up on the stage and do it, mm -hmm. right? Like terrified. Yeah. Like, well, just pick a topic you're passionate about. I'm like, okay, baseball. And I talked about baseball for like two or three minutes. And then I got off the stage and that person was Robbins, was Tony. Yeah. And I get called backstage. He goes, hey, you're really good at this, actually. You have a really good voice for it. You do. You've got great sound. Yeah. That's the only thing I got going. <laughs> I got to click in. So I have a question for you because yeah. you're the second person, and we've only done a few of you, Lewis and actually Colton said the same thing. Mm -hmm. They did what they feared the most. Yeah. How do you do what you fear? That, like, how do you take that? Because we work with a lot of moms. Yes. And we have a business podcast on top of this because we have a seven-figure company as two stay-at-home moms, which blows, awesome. our, with the phone, which blows our mind. So awesome. We don't that. bring that home yet. We're working on it, but okay. um, you know you have to pay your people and the things. I and, get it. Trust um, me. But everyone's asking, like, like, how the fuck do you step out of that fear? <laughs> what, how the fuck do you do that? Yeah. If it's easier, it's a lot easier not to. And I it's think a lot it's easier, easier for men too because you're taught. I mean, yeah, if you look at men and women and the risk-taking men versus women take, mm -hmm. it's much more significant. Well, to men. one of the reasons is women, uh, if they if they take a risk and fail, usually catch more heat for it too, right? Like yeah. a man is like, well, he was bold and noble and tried. And sometimes when a woman does, like, oh, she's crazy, right? Which is ridiculous, but it's just, it's the case. Probably, and my following, I was like 75, well, 65, 35 women over men. Right. Follow my stuff, which is sort of interesting. But the way you do it, to answer your question, number one, you better know that on the other side of that fear is some kind of gift. And I, and I don't mean that like in a foofy way. Mm -hmm. I mean like legitimately the gift could be someone you'll meet, a fear you've overcome, a talent or gift you didn't know you had will be revealed to you. For me, most of the stuff I've done that I've been afraid of, mainly the public speaking thing, on the other side is probably my greatest gift, right. my ability to communicate, right? I had no idea that existed. So now I kind of like stepping into those things for this reason. The happiest people, ironically, deal with the most uncertainty. Say that again, the happiest people have, have the most uncertainty. They do, they're, they're willing to deal with, I was watching YouTube 
today. You got like the award show tonight, two podcasts. You were partying last night. You had interviews, right? You're like, you're doing your deal. That's when you're the most happy is when you're a little bit out of control. Before I walked in here, I'm like, I love this. I love this feeling. I, we love this feeling. You know why? Because it's what you had when you were young. When you were a little kid, you were learning new things and experiencing new stuff every single second of every single day. And the older you get, you move away from those things. And what you actually seek is like certainty and stability and just predictability. And that's death. Like the, the, the odd, odd thing is the very thing most people chase is the thing that will make them the most unhappy. That's why you see so many rich people that are unhappy. They got to where they don't have to do anything in their mind anymore. And they get bored and start doing self-destructive things. That's why when you watch an athlete, we're talking athletes, when they retire, that transition from like, I got nothing to do all day long now. Yeah, They're yeah. more and more unhappy. So I've just wired myself that like uncertainty is happiness. Uncertainty is experience. So yeah. fear is where all the uncertainty is. So I got to go there or I'm bored. And that's what happens when people sometimes ask us like, what's your favorite part about what you do? And I'm like, I think it's that we get to go and meet new people and yeah. learn from people. Because if we weren't doing this, we would, we would have stayed at home. We wouldn't have been in Toronto with our families doing something safe. But we get the opportunity to meet people like you and, and then learn from them and then we learn, which is exciting. It's not just staying stagnant. The other thing you do that's super cool, I just want to tell you that I like, is like you make me think I could do it too. Yeah. In other words, I don't, I don't, and I try to do that with my stuff too. I don't want people thinking I'm some kind of prodigy or expert or guru or yeah. like, I don't know that. I'm, I'm not above you. Right, not right. in the least. Like I'm not, in fact, if you meet anybody in like my space, which is like personal development or self-help or whatever, usually someone like me like had to figure this shit out to be functional, not like successful, functional. Right, So right. what happens is I got addicted to it. I'm like, oh, that's how your mind works. That's how the brain works. Those are like principles that were, and that's what led to like wealth and whatever other people would call success or whatever. It was like, I had to learn to like, just live with myself, like just like me a little bit. You know what about liking yourself? You, one of your things you say, like don't don't compare. Yeah. Okay. And we find as mothers, as yeah. business owners, and you know, there's women, 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 women. women. It's, it's like when you say don't compare to others and don't live in comparison. How do you teach someone to not? Because we we try to tell people like just be you, love yourself. We said no, you're special. That if you're chasing trying to be someone all the time, like the only way you're gonna do is by eating them, and then like actually. <laughs> <laughs> right, but we're like diving into their body, yes. and then but you're still there, you're not you. So yeah. if you're trying to, what are you going to accomplish by? What are you nothing? Zero. Then, then how do you? How do you be like? I'm cool. I run. I'm cool. And we can give this advice, but how do you get people to understand it? So I do think it is more prevalent with women. I yes. do agree with you on that. I do. I don't think that many things are like gender specific, but this is men do it for sure. But women do it, and sometimes I think, I honestly, like, I'm a pretty fit dude. Usually dudes are like, hey, man, you're looking good. Yeah. You know? But oftentimes when it's reversed, it's like, ah, she probably doesn't eat or blah, blah, blah. Yes. It's a comparison thing. Here's what I think about that, because I've, I've worked with lots of people on it. I think comparing yourself to other people is the symptom. I think the disease is you don't like yourself. And so the reason you don't like yourself, because you don't like yourself, you're constantly looking outside yourself to almost divert attention, right? But how do I like myself more? It's really not that hard. Like, the reason I think the two of you are pretty happy right now, and I'm watching this happen, self-confidence is the process. Like, just keep promises you make to yourself. When I meet someone who's not confident, because I used to not be. Right. What did, what did that dude have, the old me who didn't like him, who compared himself all the time to other people? I didn't keep promises I made to myself. 
I didn't get up when I said I was going to. I didn't work out when I said I was going to. I didn't eat a certain way. I didn't in my business make a couple of calls. where we said like as women stop dressing for who you should be who you think you are and who you want to be dress for who you are yes. go to the mall and get what you like today what fits you today yes. not what you should be in two months 100 percent. but it's so basic 100 percent. So- like it, it is so basic but like i think everyone would just stop and listen to that you could start to turn around your happiness level because here's the other thing i'm just speaking in the other room i don't yeah. know if you want to say that but yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't give a fuck okay we're so Teddy Mellencamp, yeah. who has a coaching program, it's all women that were in there. Right. And I was in there, I'm the only dude. Mm. And we were talking about this very topic. And one of the things that I think you have to do is there has to become a point where you just decide, like everything you think you want, like a new clothes or travel or whatever, here's what every human being wants. Here's what it is, you ready? I just want to be happier. I know. Yeah, just want to be happier. So people think, well, if I get that private jet, I'll be happier. If I can get that man, I'll be happier. If I can get that woman, if I can get those shoes, which is all good, but what you really want, you have to break down. You will never get what you really want if you're not clear on what it is. And what you really want is to be happier. Yeah. That's what every human wants. Now, you may find that through losing weight. You may find that through shopping. You may find that through travel. But if you don't get clear, what I really want to be is happier. That's what I really want. I want to be more blissful. And I teach something called blissful dissatisfaction, mm-hmm. which is that you can, t- people think, I'm not going to be happy until. Yeah, totally. I'll let myself be happy once I look a certain way. Yeah. I'll let myself be happy once I make a certain amount of money. Yep. Once I get that dude, once I get this. Except the problem is, you have to bring me with you when you get there. Mm-hmm. And how other people think, well, and if I let myself be happy now, I'll lose all my drive. You know? I, I think it's also fear of, mm-hmm. I, I think people are afraid to be happy because they're afraid of losing something, like the other shoe's gonna drop. So yes. if I stay in a constant state of miserableness and we call them um, like tenors because they go from zero to 10 over like a glass breaking, like the fucking glass and the cover, so, like they yeah. want to, when, we are safe in that place. In the, in the place of, of negativity so everyone else can be like, it's okay, like. You're so right. You like know, they don't really so deserve happiness. Right. A million, they don't think they deserve it, right? And they're scared of it. You're right, and by the way, people do think, if I'll just, I'll just not expect anything. I'll just kind of keep things as glassed over, almost like they just kind of medicate their life in the middle. And then when you get to the end of it, you're gonna really regret that. You're gonna regret it. Like people ask me, why are you all driven or whatever? Because, or whatever. You know, like, because most people are like, I don't even get why are you still working or whatever it might right. be. The ladies in there ask me that. And I have this really, I'm a Christian, but it doesn't matter what your faith is. I don't feel like it's not my business. But I believe that when you die, God's going to go, hey, well done, good and faithful servant. But I have this feeling, and I, it drives my life. Like, you might think I'm wacky, but I think he's going to introduce me to the man I was capable of being, I was born to be. I think he's going to introduce you to the woman you were born to be someday. I think you're going to meet her. See, well, I, I hope it's a good I, man. I, 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 Yeah. Mine is that, like, daily you can impact people yes. you meet, and yeah. the, the people, the way you make people feel daily, yeah. or the feelings you get back, right? So if I'm making people feel great, so yeah. rather than looking at what's going to be, like, I was a social worker before this, and I think a lot of people sometimes use religion to, to, to make themselves feel better no, about right. what they were doing. That's and I, I'm a good I'm a good person because I did I went to church. Oh, and, okay. and I'm like, well we execute daily yep. to, to, to to feel to help people feel I, I, I think we have the same philosophy. Right. I think I meet that dude by every day choosing to pursue the better version of me. Right. So like I don't get there by going, please let me get there. Exactly. Right? Exactly. I get exactly. there by 
accountability yeah, daily. Every single day, like, hey, stepping towards that dude. So that when I meet him, to me, heaven would be, hey, we're identical twins. I've been chasing you all my oh, life. Oh, it's your, yeah. He goes, hey, I, you caught me, man. You had the memories, the experiences, yeah. the moments. You made the difference you were supposed to make. Hell would be, I meet that dude. I didn't see the places, meet the people, help the people, have the moments. I'm That's right. It's like man. Scrooge when you hell. go through the, you know, you could have been, who you were, what yeah. path you would take. I mean, we do, we have such a, a, a woman audience, and yeah. I can say this lightly because often the men don't support the women, so the women are full-time working, full-time moms, uh, making the money and help managing the children, right? All of it. Unreal, yes. Yeah, it's, uh, they're superheroes, um, and you have the single moms on top of that, but for the, for the, often women say, I want to start something, we'll just talk entrepreneurship for a second, okay. but my husband doesn't support me in what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Like, can you, how do you find yourself the confidence to have that conversation with him? Because you, I feel like you're big in relationships. I you agree? Like yep. your partner should be an equal, a, like 100%. how do you break through that and that find your happiness? the number one question that I get. Then for sure. My husband is support Oh, big time. Yeah, a hundred percent that's the number one question that I get. And um, you know what's interesting? Um, I think that that's something that you need to evaluate in your relationship. And what I mean by it is, my wife hasn't always believed in the businesses that I was doing, okay? She's not, like, there's been lots of times she's like, I don't think it's gonna work or you shouldn't do it or whatever, but she's always believed in me. Yeah. And we've had to have that conversation. Like, I, a couple times she questioned me, I said, well, okay, forget that you don't believe in the Do you believe in me? Do you believe in me? Why don't you think she believed in, like, what was she afraid of that? You want to really know? Yes. Okay, here's why they're really not supporting you. Are you ready? And it's going to be hard to believe. You ready? They think you're going to leave me. Oh, I see. I also think They believe you're going to leave me. Now, by the way, that could be literally a fit of you. They don't know this, but when he's not supporting what you're doing, this version of you may be leaving him. You know, maybe a more confident, yeah, because this more new version of you isn't the person that you, you got, got married to, so maybe this person isn't going to yeah, want to like, be here anymore. Wait, where did this come from? When we met, you weren't starting some business. Well, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be the exact person when I was 25 or 35 or 45. So in his mind, this one that I love, she's going to leave me and change. Now, and sometimes it's the extreme of she will eventually leave me physically if she's successful or meets more people or interacts with people, sees how inadequate I am, meets some other they're changed, but they are, they are literally thinking this person in front of them is leaving. Now, you may physically up and leave, or you may just physically change, mm -hmm. but their fear, just so you know, when he's not supporting you, here's what it is. He's afraid. He is afraid. He is fear speaking in him. How you fix it is very difficult. For me, you have to have that frank conversation at some point of, do you believe in me? Do you love me and believe in me? So funny you say this because we say to our husbands, which they don't necessarily take as compliments. We don't need you, we choose you. Mm -hmm. Which is very different than, mm -hmm. like I think a lot of men would be more comfortable if we needed them than if we chose them. Men love to save the day, right? Okay. Men love being the savior, the protector, all that other stuff. It's funny, my wife's never said that, but I definitely believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, choose, I choose you. you know, I don't need you. Yeah. We have heard a bunch of examples of women who've become successful entrepreneurs, and I believe that their husbands were too scared and couldn't acknowledge that, and they actually have slept. Of course. And apparently it happens often, yeah. but it's because I guess they can't support them. They're, too, the, they're too afraid. Well, think about it. If someone didn't support you when it was really going bad, and then they win and they're kind of riding your coattails, you're like, you know, motherfucker, I yeah. remember what you said. Right? Yeah, I remember so what you said. Bad, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you go through like a, did you go through something to make you want to change, or did, is it just something that you chose to do? You mean the businesses that I was in? Just like, what, what, oh, what? I, I went totally broke. 
Oh, with a family or no? Uh, with a wife, but not kids yet. We didn't have our kids when I went totally broke, but I went totally broke. Like, I went broke where we lost our house. I lost a home. Remember then after that, we were newlyweds too, and I walked out one day. Or when Christiana had to get a job, my wife, because my business was doing so bad. We were in the business what together. Did she, do? she went and was an a, a, a assistant at a credit repair place. But she goes out one morning to work, and she's like, you're not going to believe this. Someone stole the car. I'm like, oh, my God. Which was worse because it wasn't stolen. It was repoed. And then three days after that, we had our power turned off. And then the worst thing that's ever happened is we had our water turned off. You can get everything turned off, but you have water. Water, you can't cook, you can't bathe. And so I'm a newlywed. My wife and I are walking down the apartment. Did you have a lot of money before? I had done okay. No, not like millions, but like when I was in my 20s, which was a million years ago, I was making a quarter million dollars a year. Okay. So how so did you lose it all? From risky business choices? No, from getting stupid and arrogant and thinking I had made it and spending too much money and um, not working as hard as I once did. Like all kinds of mistakes. But it got to the point where I would, uh, we were just married and we would have to walk down the apartment stairs in the freezing cold every morning. We would shower in the outdoor pool apartment, uh, pool yeah, shower. Yeah. I just hold a towel up and let her shower. How long did that go on for? A month. It was embarrassing. It was horrible. And then you have to go out and pretend you're successful in okay, business, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm living a nightmare. I'm trying to sell this dream to people. It was just horrific. It was a month of no water, but we went like three months with no power. But I was like, great, we had water eventually. Okay. And then what did you like then what? She, this is where like you, you know, you learn from people like she kept supporting and she had some real conversations like oh, I'm going out to work and you're still here in the morning. You know, let's get this going. Let's move. Let's get it going. And I finally turned it around. There was like a, there was a kind of a come to Jesus moment for me with me where I'm like, this is either going to go left or right in my life, right? Like I'm either going to turn this around or I'm going to be one average ordinary dude. And I just went crazy for about five years of just remark, like crazy psycho work. Like, 20, like 23 hours, like... Like, just crazy. Like, that's probably why I look older than I am. Seriously. Yeah. I think one of the reasons I look older than I just, like, I, my 20s and early 30s, I just was a nut. Like, I wanted to win. I Are wanted you to afraid win to lose it all now? Yeah, absolutely. One of my biggest fears is being broke. I was going to ask you what your biggest fear is. Big, one of them, death is a fear. Right? You're afraid of death? Sure. I mean, I don't want to die yet. I, I think I know where I'm going, but I don't want to die. I'm afraid of dying. You're sure. Of People say, oh, I'm not afraid of dying at all. Really? Really? You're not afraid? Someone put a gun to your head right now, you wouldn't be afraid. Of course I'd be afraid. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I definitely be scared of the thing. You know what I'm most afraid of, honestly? Like, I'm, I'm afraid of dying, that's not my biggest fear. I'm afraid of going broke, but that's not my biggest fear. Honestly, is that I'll die someday and not have the life I could have had. Like, I have not. Regret. You don't want to have regret. I hate that idea. <clears throat> do you have regret now? Yeah, I have regrets. You do? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah? <laughs> like, major ones? Or like... <sighs> Uh, yeah, I wish I, I wish that when my kids were little, I was more present. If I could go back, if I'm being really <clears throat> honest, my wife was constantly going, remember when Max, remember when Bella? How old are the kids now? My son's 18 and my daughter's 16. Any lessons to the parents, the moms yes, out there? Please. You got one of those dads that's distant and working all the time and you need to wake his ass up. Or I, don't, I don't think make. you can. Well, I, I think moms, I think some moms, because we say that often, like, um, guilt and feeling like uh, like working mom guilt is sometimes a privilege because mm -hmm. e a lot of people don't have a choice, right? They yeah. aren't working so much just to get their kids fed. Mm -hmm. um, 
but you gave them something and mm. we come from single moms and my mom wore work mm. constantly yeah. but I say she taught us how to work hard yeah. with yeah. those yeah. so you probably gave them lessons you didn't even realize I take credit for that I do like yeah, they you, know hard work pays off and they've had great but you know what I could have done more I could have still when I got there been better about little things like now I do it. I teach it like when I get home my phone stays in the car for an hour yeah I don't even I couldn't resist the temptation of the emergencies on we're, we're the same we're like we're like because the thing when you're trying to build a business you're like fuck you all, know the what time. I mean? all the time but so, I think your kids can like you can you can come back and you can make up for it and I think they'll, they'll they really will see yeah. that and, and I have great by the way I have a great relationship with my kids yeah. and the other thing that's cool is my wife did stay home eventually once we had babies because that was what she wanted and so I did afford her, the family, to have that. Yeah. So their mom was there every day after school. You know, we've never had, and there's nothing wrong with it, but we've, we've raised our children. You know, yeah. we've not had help doing it or anything like that. So there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe we should have had help if I'd been better at it. <laughs> that's my regret. I, I wasn't there enough when they were little. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Oh gosh, I feel like so many parents have to end up saying that. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't feel like you, because you can't get it back. I know, it's gone. But you get grandchildren, maybe. And that would be a different deal with me, I promise you. That's a, for me, like, because everyone wants all this material stuff, houses and jets, and I'm blessed that I have all that. Trust me, and all that's wonderful. I want you to have it. Your family and your close friends, that is the most precious thing in the world. But did you have a great mom? World class. And yeah. would, you, would you have ever changed her? No. But no. I might bet she sits there and wishes she had done things differently too. You think so? Like every mom. We Do they? So this is normal? Yeah, it is normal. No one's ever asked me that, ever on a million shows. No one's ever asked me if I have regrets. Really? Never asked me that before, and that's definitely a regret. We always tell um, moms, especially, like, think about your relationship with your mom, no matter what it was. Ninety-eight percent of them would have never changed mom. Actually, ninety-nine point nine would never say, "I wish I had a different mom." No You're matter. Right. What. I love my Oh yeah. Yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. And the same with your dad. And my dad too. My dad was an alcoholic, really bad alcoholic. Is now it? he's sober, but you know, but yeah, hundred percent would never change my dad. And see, so your kids are saying the same thing. Yeah. Even though you, you, and a lot of moms remember go home and 
beat themselves up. This is why you're, this is why I think talking to people outside of the mom world is sort of important because they go home and they're like, I fucking, I, I failed because their expectations are, I should, yep. I should be home all day, I should work all day, and then I should build um, like quinoa pancakes, and then I should uh-huh. also make sure that I'm eye level and present, and, like they, yeah. they do, and then they don't. And then they go to bed and like tomorrow I'm gonna wake up, have coffee, meditate, work, you know. You're so okay, I gotta tell you. So my show, I interview like achievers, right? A lot half probably half women, half men. And people ask me all the time, what do they have in common? Because when I started the show, I wanted to know, I called it Max Out, like, okay, what what does Stephanie McMahon, who runs the WWE, yeah. and Dirks Bentley, and uh, you know, Terrell Owens, the football player, all have in common. Like, what do these people have in common? Or some, you know, million dollar executive. And I was like, it's probably hard work or connections or brains. It's gonna surprise you. The thing they have most in common, not all of them, but most in common, is a little bit of depression. Shut up. A little bit of depression. Yeah. For, for, Teddy, Teddy Mellencamp was in the other room. I was just saying this to the ladies and then Teddy said, yep, and she's been on my show. But why? Here's why I think. I think achievers in general, and women are more prone to this too, see what they're capable of, and this is where they are. And there's this gap between what they know they can do and where they are, and they never quite match it. And I think that's true for achievers. It's probably a healthy thing to get you to achieve, but it's not a healthy thing to get you happy. And I have it too, where I'm like, I'm measuring up as a dad, or I'm not, I could do better in business, or I could be in better shape. So it's not just a gender thing, but I think in general, there's more pressure on women because their responsibilities are greater. They mm-hmm. are in charge of the kids. Uh-huh. We are like, we like our playmates. Like it's, they, a men- it's a mental load that we It's children, it's the money, it's the, it's the cooking, it's laundry, it's it's the emotional well-being of their children. Forms, play dates, are they, am I playing them with the right things? It's amazing, right? And I think they're just, I think for most people, which should make you feel okay. I'm telling you some of the most successful people in the world that have been on my show, privately or on my show, have had that form of a little bit I call depression. It's so funny you say we had a therapist on and we were talking about anxiety and depression in teens and tweens and she's like, well shit, they probably should. They're getting hair on places they didn't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're getting yeah. things that are growing. Yeah. They like people that maybe are the same sex or yeah. not. They're yeah. getting, of course they're fucking anxious and depressed. Yeah. And would you not be and you're not, maybe there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You should have some of that. You're yeah. That's called being alive. Yeah. We don't yeah. have it. Which is very odd, but mm-hmm. I will tell you, we come from two kind of fucked up backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't mean fucked up in a bad way, I just mean we, I dropped out of high school, we did never, she didn't make it through, through another school, we were very, yep. we never fit the mainstream expectations. Mm-hmm. So when you when you learn that you don't fit somewhere and you have to find your other path, you, be, like you begin to appreciate, you begin to get grateful for finding the happiness in a day rather than a thing. I love that. Yeah, so we wake up Whoa. and we're like, life is fucking amazing, and then everything else is, everyone, they think we're on drugs or yeah. we're drunk. I know, I can tell you what I love, so I'm a, I'm a, as you know, I'm a fan of your content. I'm probably not the demo either, yeah, right? We have everybody, literally okay, okay. everybody. It's weird, because sometimes people think I have a demo too, they think yeah. probably like a doo-doo or something. We're humans, we're right? humans, we connect on humans. But, but it's your energy, even when I just met you, like there's a, I feed off energy on people, mm-hmm. right? And like you have the great, this amazing energy that like pulls me in, and it's it's loving and comfortable and hilarious, right? Like it's not judgmental Never. No. in any way. And I wonder if that's part of your deal too. Like you bring a grateful type energy. Like I, I like when you guys asked, I was like, yes, my my office. Well, yeah, I was gonna ask why did you say yes. I was curious why you said yes. I wanted to meet you. I wanted, and by the way, it's really cool because I 
you're what I was hoping. You're like, you're how you are. No, like you're Online is who we are. Yeah, me too, right? Yeah, it surprised me. Like, oh, you are kind of nice and you're like patient and a pretty yeah. good dude. I'm yeah. like, like it, it is so disappointing when you see something horrible? online and you meet them and you're like, fuck, oh why God. is it so flat? Yes. <laughs> Damn. Well, especially because we have built so much of our businesses online through social media and that's where we meet people and see other personalities. Yeah. So when you go to meet them in person, it's not as Kim, I'm gonna have one more question because I know you're going on a plane to where? Salt Lake City. To do what? Speak. Always speaking. Uh, well, no, I'm have some cigars and scotch <laughs> with some dudes, but before then I'm speaking. Is your wife going with you? She is. And she goes everywhere with you? She doesn't go everywhere because we have uh, teenagers. Yeah. Right. Don't leave them We have seven of them between the two of us, oh, and there right. we go. So, yeah. so you know, right? Yeah, so yeah. when it's a one dayer, you know, she just went on a four-dayer with me and she was like dying to get back after two days. She still cries when we leave them, so it's, it's weird. No, she still cries with me, but she is going to Um, Like I said, a lot of moms are sitting there lost, confused, and they we say that a lot of women, when they become moms, they shelf a society shelves them. Is like, that was great. You're a mom, you're a mom now. Yeah. And they're like, how do I figure out what's next? Or how do I figure out what, what, who I am? What It's like they lose their identity and they don't know how to get out of that and find that. And that's like our number one question. Yeah, and I also want to say on that side, that's why I feel like in a lot of meetings when we meet with like possible opportunities, I always like to say, I know you look at us and you know we're moms and I know we have seven kids, but I want you to know that we're not tired and we have so much more space for more. Don't just be like, you guys must be And we say we do what everybody else does, but we keep people alive behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. So we have, we have to do you do we have to do what everybody else does but then we have all these people we take care of so is, do you have like is there any action oriented plan that people can do to feel maybe a little better about themselves or where they at or anything that you'd be like here is my wisdom of the moment yeah well I, I hate hearing that by the way I know it breaks my heart something happened to me when we had kids that changed because I, I know what it's like not to appreciate uh, all the things that a, a mom or a for some reason we had kids and my wife stayed home raising her kids for some reason then when I meet women who were doing that and also had a career I don't know what happened I just went oh my god like how in the world are you pulling this off right so I just had tremendous I mean I, I think you can feel it like I mean like sincere like real true like mind-blowing blows my mind admiration yeah there's a way that you can feel better um, there's a lot of different things that you can do, but one of the things that I would tell you to, to do is to give yourself some space. So can you find yourself 20 minutes, 30 minutes for you time all the time? So like my wife, for my wife, it's reading. Like, believe it or not, like mm -hmm. her thing that feeds her, she loves to read. I don't get it. I don't do a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, totally. but it's like, it's like something that she loves that feeds her is her passion for reading. And then also to know that this is just a season of your life and that not always are you going to be in this situation where your babies are this age or this time. And you I know what? that scares a lot of them though. Because uh, what's going to be next? Well, we're bred to have, a lot of women yeah. are bred to only be, you're a mom and then you're like, like an, like an athlete, yeah. you, you get that, and then you retire, like, fuck, no, I have these right. kids, but now what? Right, and that's because your identity happens with athletes all the time. That's yeah. why you come see me, because your identity shouldn't be tied up in what you do. Your identity needs to be connected to who you are. And as long as your identity is tied up as I'm a mom, right, that's what you do. That's not who you are, that's right? What you are is love, kindness, servitude. And I start to ask yourself, what are some of my passions? How do I know what I'm passionate about? I'm only passionate about my kids. Yeah. That's a normal question, right? Totally. Here's a, here's a key that's going to surprise you. Who do you admire? Just think about who you admire for a minute, okay? I don't care who they are. It could be 
Oprah Winfrey, it could be your own mother, it could be whoever it is. Who do you admire? And when you look at that person, what are some of their real gifts? What are their gifts? What do you what do you admire about them? Like my hero was Martin Luther King. Okay, why did I admire him? He's black. I'm white. He's from the '60s. I'm from the '80s and '90s. Like, what is it about this man? He's from the South. I grew up in California, right? What I admired about him was a few things. One, he dedicated his life to helping other people. I admired his ability to speak, mm -hmm. right? So what happens is when you find somebody you admire, they have gifts they use in a different way that you see within you. So if you really thought, I admire so-and-so, what is it that you admire about them? It's because they have a gift or two that you know intuitively you also have. Or you want. Yes, and if you would be really intentional about why you admire them. It's not because they're rich, it's not because they're beautiful. Maybe you admire J-Lo because of her longevity, or you admire her because she's done many different things, or she's a mom, and uh, if you start to look at who you admire and why you admire them, you're gonna find that there are things in you that are in them. And you can build from that. That's something that'll give you an idea of what your passions and And we are. try to tell them, your passion doesn't always have to be income-driven. Start with something, like if your husband's like, it doesn't bring any money, why are you doing this? It could be fueling you. I have a whole show on that. I so to, agree with you. To be like, to feel a lot. To yeah. feel like you're a human. Like, do it because you feel good about yourself. A hundred Rather than it brings you X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you may do something to actually earn money and the other thing's going to be your passion. Yeah. So and you know that, that thing that you were saying about like finding the person that you admire. I think sometimes if you have, if it's more in a negative, it's like, I'm so jealous of that person. Although I'm obsessed with like looking at them and watching them and they do, you take a negative when you should admire them and find those things instead of just being like, I'll never be like them. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. What's your, so I had just done, I just interviewed, perfect example, I interviewed Trump's economic advisor and then Obama's the next week, and I know both men, right? And the both of them asked me when I was done, what did I admire about both of them? I'm not going to tell you what my politics are. One of them was hard for me to find something that I admired. But both of them, you know what, are really driven men. Mm -hmm. Both of them are people who 
have carved a niche out in the world that's pretty damn remarkable for themselves, right? In each of those people, I really am an admirer of President Obama. just somebody that I looked at as a really good leader and, and moved people. But what I admired about him was his kindness. I don't know that I agree with all his policies, but I can have kindness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have it on his level. And so when you, I looked at his humility, I thought he showed some form of humility, right? I respect Trump's intensity and like he's gonna stand for whatever he stands for, whether you agree with anything or not. Right, you're looking at characteristics yeah. rather than what I'm looking at those things in them that I might think I have in me in a different way. I manifest them a different way. So if you're sitting there going, I don't know what's good about me. I don't know what's yeah. good. So many people do. Yes. Right. So right. sad. Right. Not hero worship. No. Why do you admire her? Someone said, I admire Ellen. What do you admire? She makes people feel good. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what you admire. Yeah. It's not that she dances good or she's famous. You admire that she seems to be herself. She's comfortable in her own skin. Those could be gifts of yours. She makes people laugh. She makes people feel good. So really get clear on what you admire about the people and you'll see those gifts are in you. That's a really good, like, yeah. today, yeah. Yeah. I can do that. You can do. Yeah. Are you ever tired? Yes. You do get tired. I do. do you sleep well? Yes. Yeah. I do sleep well. Yeah, like, people ask us if we're tired. Like, oh, you know, no, no, right? Sleep. So yeah. Oh, I sleep, but do I get tired? Yeah. I mean, I work. Um, you know, I'm this. I'll, I speak in eight cities the next ten days. So there'll, there'll be a point. Like where, yeah, there'll be a point where I'm, you know, gonna go. Hey, I need uh, some caffeine or something here. Yeah, caffeine. Okay. Yeah. 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 Do you drink? I do drink. You do alcohol? Uh, do I drink alcohol? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. They have had so much life 
hard shit. Wow. Like they fucking wake up. Like they say, nobody set out to be a stripper, but here I am. In this and are you being serious? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And they're yeah. optimistic and happy and hardworking and grateful, and grateful and like just pleasure to be around. And Whoa. literally, someone that I like, we see them and they they are coming our like they're not separate of us. They are part of our team. team. We take them for dinner, like. And our husbands have all met them. Our kids have met. Like they're they're <laughs> awesome. Yeah. There are men who have have in my opinion survived more than any person has probably had to survive in their entire lives with smiles on yeah, remarkable people and we never knew that that's what we were going to find when we hired a bunch of strippers they have taught me show. more in life than most people have <laughs> yeah for real and i'm not i know we're going through your mind right now but yeah they are we'll call them randomly into our lives with them like, like guys genuinely, genuinely intentionally happy to that's wonderful to hear that's yeah. awesome and the last thing I'm going to sum up, because we've now interviewed a bunch of people, a lot of people have things they have gone through that people would be shameful of, mm-hmm. right? Like being broke and having no money, and then they carry that rather than being like, yeah, it happened, but here, fuck you. Right. They re- you resilient through it. I think so many moms feel shameful about that they're not enough, they aren't who they are, they're like, I could be better, I should look like her. No. No. Just yeah. makes you better. The more you go through, the better you are. I said a post on my yesterday, like this sounds cheesy, but whatever the test is you're going through, someday can be your testimony to people. It's really like it's my life. I think the reason I connect with entrepreneurs is I've been broke. You know, and the reason that I Did you share it when you were broke? No, you didn't. You pretended because I I, I, I didn't tell people immediately, no, I was ashamed of it. Yeah, yeah, no. And I didn't tell people that my I came from a kind of dysfunctional family either for years because I was ashamed of that. Yeah. And um, you know, so no, I've I've had lots of things in my life and I've behaved in shameful ways before too, right? So there's all kinds of stuff in my life that you know, but I'm kind of transparent about that stuff because I think, and then like my, I was super insecure, super shy, super low confidence. So I I, mean, weren't we all, right? Yeah. No. I think really? Not everyone was shy. Really? You weren't shy. No, no, I was. Like, yeah. like we used to do drugs on the front lawn of our high school, you and that's how we'd be able to leave. And yeah, yeah, I dealt it to my family for a while. Oh, wow. <laughs> we were not, yeah, we, we were very, uh, yeah, we were not. I love you too. Our families were busy. Yeah, but I, I think you guys are. I think you you make a difference. Like I really like. It's entertaining as hell and funny, but like I think that there's a lot of people who get hope from you. And that's and strength what from about. you. Hope, like strength and comfort from you. Never mind the laughter. So mm-hmm. I'll tell you our biggest. I'm just gonna talk about us for a minute. Yeah. Our biggest accomplishment is uh, doctors have prescribed us to their patients, so awesome. yeah. which for us is like, oh we take that to the most, you know, wow. or we, some people have, their parents like they were, well, let me know how I can help. Like, yeah, this was just fucking this amazing awesome. and you fun so and in the time. Well, like, yeah, I'm, I'm honored, I'm blessed to be here. No, yeah. we are so thankful and shit, that was amazing. You're gonna help a lot of people with that conversation. Cool. I appreciate that. Can you tell everybody where to find you if they have a thing? Yeah, if know. they don't know who he well, is. Well, now they're definitely intrigued if they didn't already. Ed Milet, E-D-M-Y-L-E-T-T, or YouTube, or uh, iTunes for my podcast. What's on YouTube? I have uh, all my content, all my interviews, my personal content on relationships and life and business. And your book? I do, uh, maxoutbook.com. Awesome. I think it might be free right now. I think we're giving away or it's like seven bucks or something. (laughs) Free. Basically, anything under $20 All my stuff's free. I don't charge for anything. Yeah, my God. I have one more theory before he goes, and this is an appropriate question. How long do you think women want to be in the bedroom for? Meaning Intimately. 30 minutes. Oh, fuck no! Yes. No! How long? Like seven minutes! Oh, wow! Even less! <laughs> I thought it was going low! No! This is the biggest misconception men have. 30 is low, isn't it? That is so long! 30 minutes is long? 
so well and fast? Seven minutes. <laughs> or less. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.